West Ham versus Arsenal, live from London Stadium on Off the Ball. With Sky, all the football you love in one place across Sky Sports, BT Sport, and Premier Sports. Graham Gartland, we just did commentary on Arsenal's 2-1 win at West Ham. And as we both just said, there was nothing really in that game. This was a very forgettable game of football, but three massive points for Arsenal. Yeah, I don't I don't think they'll care how they got them at this stage, Arsenal. I think they just want to be racking up the points to make sure that they secure fourth, fourth place. I didn't think that qu- there was enough quality from them in the game. The fact that it was two set pieces was a really good delivery, actually, because uh, Odengard had, had taken the, f- the first one off the left-hand side and Tavares went over and, and probably just put a little bit more height and then got it over the first man. And it's a wonderful header from Holding. In fairness, I thought he was excellent on the day considering he came in from Ben White. Um, I thought he was brilliant. And then um, Gabriel gets the second one and the two of them were probably the match winners for Arsenal, both in the opposition box and in their own box. It was a different type of victory for Arsenal because generally this season when they've been winning big games and this away to a good West Ham side is a big victory. It's been the three behind the striker. It's been Saka, Martinelli... Odegaard, Smith Rowe, who've dragged him through games, who've produced moments of magic. All three of them were pretty poor today. In fact, it was a stern, resolute defensive effort. They just scrapped it out. Yeah, like I said, I, th- I thought that the three that played behind in Ketia were really poor. And Ketia was probably the best out of them all. And, and he got them up the pitch a little bit and had a threat and probably had, sh- had shots on goal. And now that's where they get their first goal from was his shot on goal leads to a corner and they score. So he was probably the bright light for them in an attacking sense. Um, the three behind that just didn't look like they had an appetite to run forward um, and support them. Uh, um, and it led to a probably, like you said, a dull game from an Arsenal point of view. But it's probably a result that I remember that Arsenal took a lot of stick for being soft a few years ago. They were soft. They weren't. Troy Deeney comes out and says they're soft. Neville and Carragher come out, you know, saying there's a soft underbelly for Arsenal. There wasn't that today. The quality wasn't there. The 44 percent possession in the game, but they won the game. West Ham were the better side for an hour, really, until yeah. Gabriel scored the second goal and felt like they just ran out of gas completely, which. I guess is understandable considering they're in the middle of two of the biggest games in the club's history. Yeah, it was probably when I said they lost enthusiasm. I, I, that's harsh from my point of view. I, 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 they probably lost that extra yard of closing down, that um, that zip in that pass, and that ability to maybe run. The concentration level dips when you when you get tired, and they, they probably just like you said they ran out of steam. The substitutions probably didn't help. Um, because the quality then into the into the big lads that come on just wasn't there. Um, Antonio couldn't get in the game. I think he gave away two or three fouls when he came on. Uh, Socek came on but couldn't make runs into the box because the deliveries weren't good enough when they did get into wide areas. Rice was driving them when Noble was on because he had that safety blanket of him sitting. But when Socek came on, he was the one that was making the box and it, me- it meant that Declan Rice was the one that ended up holding the game. And I would have liked... Obviously, Socek comes on because his aerial ability and, 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 he's, and he's, you said he, he, he nicks a goal, but it probably took away from Royce driving because that was what was West Ham are good in the first half. Inside left channel, driving through, feeding the wide man, feeding the full back, Fredericks, but then driving through on the inside and getting some shots away. And that's where I thought it dulled him a little bit in the last 20 minutes too. 
So firstly, Mick established his lead. What a trick you are. I'm after around. winning my second quiz in a row on my return and you haven't stopped you bullshit members. Oh, oh, it's absolute no, nonsense. No, no, no. Celebrate Do my greatness. Yeah. OTV AM. Live weekday mornings from 7.30 on the OTV Sports app. I fear I'm going to spend the next 10 years talking about Declan Rice and wondering what might have been uh, from an Irish point of view yeah. because he's just so goddamn good. We saw in that first half, it feels as though he's everything right now. Like the yeah. pace that he had on two or three occasions to get back and cover his range of passing, which we saw for the first goal. There's very little as a central midfielder he can't do right now. Yeah, I think he has power. I think his physical ability is there for all to see. He's really matured. He's gr- he looks like a <laughs> has a presence about him now. That he's probably six one, six two, but he looks it. Um, powerful, but his his awareness has improved a lot, and his range of passing has improved a lot. And you know what? He punches passes through now. Twenty yard passes where he's taking it off the back four and he's punching it into those front three of West Ham that you're talking about. It, it is like. It's an absolute shame, and I don't know how we're in a situation where you've played him in friendlies, but we haven't been able to get minutes in it. In don't in do it to yourself. Don't, yeah, <laughs> and I because I think what a, what a player he would have been for Ireland, and what a player he, he's turning out to be for England. Um, but West Ham will do well to hold on to him, and like you said, that's the shows the importance of making sure that they qualify for these tournaments. But but he's by far better than the two centre midfielders that Arsenal have. Um, and, and is he is he a player you look at and think? quite literally any team in the Premier League he would improve them in midfield yeah like Rodri does his role for Man City Rice could I know Man City were interested in him a couple of years ago and Rice could do that role especially with Fabinho moving on in the, or is it Fernandinho Fernandinho sorry moving on in the summer well has he got more than Rodri because now Rodri I know Giles was critical well, of I was just yeah. going to say he did score in the last couple of games he's had five goals this season but uh, what John Giles was saying is does he ever set up a goal yeah. I was making the point he's the guy who yeah, provides correct. the pass which is what Declan Rice did today he yeah. provided the pass for uh, Southcheck but does Rice have more to his game than a, a Rodri which is probably the position he'd go into if he went to Manchester City I don't know. It's a tough one. I, I, you'd like to see him in that in that team with all that firepower around him and that ability around him. That you know when he is giving it to De Bruyne or, or Sterling or, or even Grealish, another one that we we've, we've missed out on. That you know they're they're going to create at the top end of the pitch. So like you said, it's the pass before the assist. Um, Much like Jack Grealish, it could be a similar situation though going to Manchester City in that everything at West Ham today went through Rice. So every time Noble got the ball, the first thing he did was give it to Declan Rice. Whereas actually, you're the guy having to give it to De Bruyne, to Foden, rather than been so you're a step further back in the process almost yeah but I, I, I think you can tell that he's a team player and they'd be willing to do that and they call it like carrying the water for them no problem I don't I think he's able to do that but you know then he has the quality to step in and play as well like I think like you said there's not a team in the premiership that he doesn't probably strengthen their squad first of all and, and does it, you go as far as saying he's strengthening the, the first 11 like any team like Fabinho's fantastic for Liverpool does a great job Thiago's different but he's, he's on a par with Fabinho uh, Fabinho probably sees danger a lot better and covers in little holes and, and he gets little nicks on things he's, his awareness for danger is probably a little bit higher than Rice's at the minute but he's a bit older but it probably has to be um, but yeah I, I, I couldn't get over the presence of him in today's game I was, I was blown away about like the stature he had in the game he, he looked like a really really top player the end of the season is fascinating in so many ways at the top 
at the bottom with Everton's victory today and the race for the top four. So Arsenal have the advantage. Four games left. Next weekend is going to be huge because Spurs go to Anfield to play Liverpool and Arsenal are at home to Leeds United who are now in a relegation yeah. scrap themselves. I was reading an interesting piece during the week about the battle for the top four and there's a lot of criticism as to you know, how could Manchester United have survived for so long by being that bad but generally the team that finishes fourth is a team that is either on the way down or is just scrapping away. There's a real inconsistency to find yeah. yourself fourth in the league. For Arsenal to be in fourth place right now is that is that an achievement for Mikel Arteta from where they were it probably is like you said they haven't qualified for the Champions League since Arsene Wenger left so um, for them to now be in in with a chance to do that and from where Arteta has brought them where like you said they were considered soft they were considered flaky uh, they weren't consistent enough to get fourth spot in this league at the moment when you're up against the Ch- the Champions League winners the Champions League finalists and the league champions as well as Liverpool Liverpool didn't win Anton last year they had a really tough season so to be in, the, in in fighting amongst them to get into that top four it's a really good achievement from, from uh, Mikel Arteta Chelsea have dipped a little bit since everything that's gone on probably internationally in terms of the uh, Roman Abramovich stuff it's like it's it's really hindered their, their outlook as a, as a football club not just the team and they've become inconsistent but it's a fantastic opportunity for Arsenal to get into that top four and see what comes from with the Champions League revenue and stuff. Spurs are doing really well to get back into it, considering they changed their manager as well. And um, Conte is not in the job that long, and he's put them in with a, a chance to make sure that they get into the top four. You know, you're hanging on by hook or by crook. I don't know how they do it because, like you said, Ronaldo pops up with goals for them and gets them out of trouble, but. Like it's the inconsistency maybe of, of Arsenal and Spurs that's allowing United to stay we're, we're in a shout of it call it then one word Arsenal or Spurs Arsenal oof I, I, yeah I just think they, they probably have the easier run in Spurs have to beat them I, I think Spurs probably will beat them in the London derby but it might be a little bit too much for them because like you said Spurs are going to Anfield having said that I'm probably a little bit worried about Liverpool with Spurs going there because they do cause them trouble. As somebody who would probably looking for Liverpool to to stay in it and have that and keep that title race up. Sports going to Anfield's a tough. It's a tough nut to crack for Liverpool. But if anyone can do it, it's probably them in Anfield. Great stuff today, Graham. Thanks, Nathan. Appreciate. It. West Ham versus Arsenal live from London Stadium on Off the Ball with Sky. All the football you love in one place across Sky Sports, BT Sport, and Premier Sports.